All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sam Gagnon just tied a record with eight points in the game. This is Sam Gagnon, and you're listening to the Real Life Podcast. What the hell does that guy have to do to get back in an NHL lineup? Am I right? How do we leave that on the shelf for like a year and then do the PP one like 9,000 times? It really tells you where our heads are at. Yeah. It took Sam Gagne coming on the show a second time for me to be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he did an intro for us. Well, a happen. second return. Yeah. Had he not returned to the Oilers, that would have been one of the buttons for five years we yeah. forgot to push. I would ever, I think Jay was the last one to be like, we should like invite Gagne on again. And I was like, you know what? We've pushed our luck twice. Maybe it's just better to be before he comes back and gives us like a Oilers won't let me or like, ah, I'm too busy thing. Maybe it's just best to remember him as a great guy who's done our podcast twice. Twice. Yeah. And Maybe then when he inevitably you. retires, that'll yeah. be the triumvirate. Maybe that's why the Oilers aren't playing up there. Like, you know what? He had some great games that that might be the best. Like, let's just let him go. He's only got so much left of the tank. Mm-hmm. And how do you want to waste it? You want to waste these on January games or you want him to score in game six overtime in the second round? What? What? Whoop. whoop. Yeah, he's got. I love when he said that. He's got 87 good shifts left. Yeah. When do you want him? You tell me when you want him to be played. Yeah. Uh, Jay is not here. I actually don't know where he is. He's, he's in transit. Yeah. Where, going, where did he go? Hawaii. I'm here. Liam's yeah. here, by the way, everybody. <clears throat> he's in Hawaii. We're in the air. So the other day, he sent us a message with his game day bets for Oilers Nation every day in Spanish. Do they speak Spanish in Hawaii? They don't, indeed. They speak Hawaiian. Mm. They do, which is a beautiful language. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what he sent. Oh, 
Uh, maybe actually. It would add up. It would add up. In Spanish. So yeah, Jay's not here. Uh, Bag Milk also not here because he's getting ready to go to Toronto tomorrow. Then he flies back from Toronto and has to go straight to Jasper for the Tourism Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament on Friday. He's got a busy week. I phoned him this morning and we were on very different planes of existence. He, I'm like, hey buddy, I got to talk to you about something super important. He's like, oh, I'm making these reports for like important people and I have to go to Toronto. I'm like, oh. I wanted to talk about how Riff Raff has all these awesome new songs I found. He's just like, I wish I had your job, Wanye. And I'm like, well, anywho, Riff Raff's got a discography that slaps Johnny reports. Yeah. BM. He, he's in it right now with that. Um, he's a real businessman. He is. He's he our really, dad. Yeah. I was uh, talking to, this is so funny. I was talking to Colby Cohen, former NHLer who's now in our network doing morning cup of hockey with Johnny Lazarus on daily Faceoff. One of Frank's buddies. Um, and today he goes, I want to get bagged bag of milk on one of my shows. How dare you? You're and fired. I was like, I was like, Kobe, it's bagged milk. And Kobe's like, so what's the deal with that? Like, no one knows his name or what he looks like. I'm like, no. And he goes, well, do you? I'm like, well, yeah. Like, he works at our office. Like, he's kind of our boss, managing editor. And he was like, oh, so like real dude, like actually is a job. Yep. And I was like, yeah, he was actually one of the first employees of the whole company. And the first real person to comment on the site. Yeah. I told him that story too. And he was like, wow, it's really cool what you guys have built. And I'm like, well, you work for us. So. You did until you called him a bag of milk. That would be <laughs> stupid. Uh, that wouldn't make sense. Is this a joke to you, Johnny? But also Colby. I would imagine it's uh, Colby? a hard thing to explain to people. Well, you know, if you're Colby Cohen, like, yeah, they have a really cool operation at this new company I'm at. There's a guy who only goes by a bag of milk, only shows himself as a cartoon bag of milk on camera. We're not sure if he's a person or an amorphous yeah. blob of protein that just <laughs> oozes around the office absorbing chairs. Oh, so he's like a junior writer. Oh, no. Most tenured employee runs the whole operation. Ah, can I yes. see him? You cannot. Yeah, no. And there's another one of those, too, called Wanye. He's even further afield. <laughs> and even further up yeah. the company. Can you believe this? It's a strange, strange thing. And yes, we are publicly traded in sweden and owned by danes yeah <laughs> yeah we are publicly traded in sweden now <laughs> i bring that up all the time to myself i'm like well Wanya, it can't be that bad you're publicly traded in sweden and owned by danes <sighs> well that's how they get you as the saying goes everybody on some level is eventually owned by danes mm -hmm. if you think it's not the danes it is the danes eventually eventually if you go up the ladder high enough there's a dane somewhere <laughs> Uh, so it's just the three of us. So naturally, when you have Liam on the pod, you have to talk about the Shirt Park Crusaders. Wilson was not coming. I Who don't knows? know. I said, okay, so here's the background as well to this show is the Buffalo Bills play at 2.30. We usually record this pod from like 1.30 to 2.45. And I was like, hey, guys, I really want to watch the Buffalo Bills game. I'm very emotionally invested in it. Can we start at 1? Wanya replied in the group chat was like anything for you, which was great. You were here at like 1230 ready. No idea where Chalmers is to be fair on a day like today in his industry. Oh. Things can be going so badly. Pipes bursting on site space heaters, non space heating. So we started at 105 today and there was a part of me that was like, oh, I'm actually just wait to see if Chalmers shows up. But then I remembered real job. Real job with minus 40 zillion, whatever it is. He, there's a good chance that he's not here. And I'm not even saying that as a shot to him or as the usual yeah. joke. Like, there's a legitimate chance an emergency happens. So we just started with I think lesson. anybody whose company or job involves the elements and being outdoors right now is in deep shit. Yeah. I would say so. Mm -hmm. Not us. No. The other day, I started <laughs> my car for the usual 15 minutes before I left the house, as you do when it's this cold. You have to. Got in there. I'm like, God, it's cold. I can still see my breath in this car. Start driving. Girlfriend and I, five, six minutes into the drive, and I'm like, I think something's broken. The car's not getting warm. Like, what the hell's going on here? So I hit the little climate button, had the AC on. Ah! 
So that's not that. That wasn't a great move by me. Did you see that? You must have seen the guy pulling the water bottle out the NBA game and how just like or NFL just freezes oh, on the fly. Instantly. That yeah. was the Kansas game. Yeah, I, can't I didn't see. think he got to that temperature. It was, yeah, that's why I was a little bit like, huh? Because it, it was, was minus warm, 30 man. Celsius there. That's still pretty. Yeah, bloody, it is, it's cold as shit. Like we're sitting here is like the only places colder than us are research stations, not actual cities. <laughs> we're like, it's pretty cold. Minus 30. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's very cold. Anyways, Crusaders. The Showpuck Crusaders won yesterday. 7-1. Decisively. And Wanye came. Decisively as well. What did you think of the, the on-ice product? Well, not only was I impressed, but I brought some members of the family who are very well steeped in hockey. Oh. Right? Some played in the AJ back in the day. Some played Junior B back in the day. Some are on their way up and play minor league hockey at a prodigious rate. My little nephew. Everybody was floored by the quality of play. Really? Knowing the AJ. Oh, they're cool. like five years ago to now. They're like, it is night and day different. Yeah. It's uh, I, it's funny when we were talking, I was like, I don't even think we're playing that well. Yeah. You're livid. <laughs> they're up three, one shots are like 16 to one. And Liam's like, well, I'm fucking livid about the entire situation. <laughs> like what more do you want for these kids? It is interesting though, because it, it is like a legit breeding ground for NHL talent. And like on yeah. a regular basis, I should say, whereas 15, 20 years ago, it was more few and far between. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Kale McCaw definitely helped. Mm-hmm. That guy will push a few tickets here and there, you know, yeah. the guy do, does a good job. But what about yeah. McKinnon shitting on the AJ via Kale McCarr? What do you think of that quote? McKinnon did that? Yeah, he had a quote when McCarr got drafted. You don't know this? You're not going to no, like this, Liam. Maybe we should change it and not tell Liam. <laughs> he was on some podcast and he was talking about Kale McCarr. And this was like somewhat recently or like within the last couple of years. And then he said, because I remember when we drafted him talking to a few of the guys being like, why the hell are we picking some kid who played in the AJHL fourth overall? Mm. And he like, didn't understand it. Cause your league definitely matters. It's about the player. But then when Kale McCarr delivers, like he has, yeah. it makes the, it's a stamp of approval for the AJ. And now he's better than Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. So by default, you are too. I remember when McCall was getting drafted and I said, Tyler and I had a little group chat with our, you might not remember this, but it'll stick with me forever. We had a group chat with our friends from Nate, because that was, I think we were still in school at the time. And I said, I was like, Kale McCaw should go first overall. Best player in the league and best player in the draft. And I think it was, a, I think Nico Heesha went first. It was Heesha, Patrick, Haskin, and McCarr. Nico went to New Jersey, right? Yeah. 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 And at the time, New Jersey needed a defenseman. I was like, just take him. And I remember one of our friends, I won't call you out, but it wasn't Nick or Devin. And <laughs> Those are our Nate boys. And his only, and he said, he's like, how can a guy from the AJ even go in the first round? Like, well, until one does, right? Until now. And he's now one of the best, best defense. It yeah. ends a lot of arguments, though, when he delivers at that level. And you're like, I don't even need to argue anymore, people. Yeah. And now we got Holloway. There's a bunch of players now, too. But um, yeah, Wanya came to the game. And I think we're going to work on some things, right? Well, we're thinking about. There's lots of things to think about, but the business of hockey is very interesting and going and talking to the crew and hearing sort of where they're at in their cycle and looking at trying to maybe get a new building on the go and maybe, you know, have a community angle to the ranks and kind of doing like a mini ice district almost. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. To, to an extent, I guess you could call it that is, uh, is progressing. I think we're getting pretty close to, to finalizing some things, but they, um, it was in a newspaper. This isn't that much of a secret. The new arena. I asked too yesterday. I was like, "Can I talk about this in the pod?" The name of the gentleman I met with was Adam. Adam surgery. I would GM. Oh, surgery. Yep. Like as in surgery. Yeah, it's spelled not spelled like that. S E R G E R something. S E R G E 
Uh, I.E. He was great and broke down kind of the strategy of an AJ team to me and the difference between WHL players and players that are trying to go to the NCAA. And I was shocked to find out your Amchuk. If you play in the WHL, you can't play in the WHL or NCAA. No, you can't. Not even for one second. You burn your eligibility the second you step you on the Because Italia Kovalchuk can go to Russia, turn around and come back to LA. But if you play one second for the Hitman, you're never playing for Notre Dame. I, it's because it's actually an NCAA rule, not WHL rule too. So it's because it is technically a professional contract. Are they paid? No. No, but because the um, they pay for their school. So the WHL, you essentially sign a professional contract. I was I asking. Always I was asking a lot of questions that that what, guy did not want thing, me to ask. What was the thing you learned? What was the thing you were like? Oh, I didn't. That was kind of interesting. Oh, there's lots. Okay, lots like the like the guys that wanted to go to the NCAA. How they're like in the gym. They're in the library at Salisbury. They're back in the gym. They're on the ice. Their their big move is still ahead of them. Yeah, there's a lot of ground to make up. We have twelve NCAA commits on the team right now. And he claimed that's one of the strengths of the organization. Of having that many commits. Yes. Yeah. And I think being able to we were able to get them those commits. Like a lot of players didn't have them coming to us. And we were able to get it from there, which I think is like, it's good to get guys who have commitments already. And then you can build a relationship with those schools and whatever. And it helps you get better players. But also I think it's a good sign if your organization can build a player up to a level where it's like, we have a guy called Cade Christensen, who's from Edmonton, who's now going to Penn state. Yeah. Like that's sick. So then uh, we were talking about that. Like what a strange GM job where you're trying to have like outplacement services for your players. You're like yeah. helping them move on, right? Go yeah. to any other league, any other sport, and you're like, I'm not helping my players leave. I want them here trying. And also too, in the like the AJ as well, like like you said, you want your players to leave. Like in the WHL, for example, like those players obviously move on as well, get drafted and all, but like they don't really get to decide where you go. You can only boost a guy up so much before he's like, oh, well, you got drafted three picks ahead of the team we were talking to all season. Like, it's kind of, it's an interesting thing. But yeah, last night they won 7-1 and they kind of dominated them, didn't they? They did indeed. So I was asking a bunch of questions. Like, you've got a, a play-by-play hey. announcer. What's up, Charles? <clears throat> we said one o'clock. Oh, yeah. We're rolling. Just hop in. We're talking about the crew. Motley Crew. Motley Crew. Motley. Yeah. Oh, do you think they're sure more music? <laughs> no, I don't think so. You think Tommy Lee's innocent of all those charges? Me either. Oh yeah, you want to start at one today? I totally forgot. That's all good. Because of the bills. Did you bills. see? Have you guys talked about them? No, we're talking. We're in the middle of a thing about the Shirt Park Crusaders. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. What about them? Oh, good. One, <laughs> you was just saying something. We were. I went out and watched. Oh, good for you. Took the lay of the land. Oh, are they What's, in minor hockey week? They're better in minor hockey week. They made Cal McCarr go first overall in the NBA draft. <laughs> Something to that effect. <laughs> yeah, that was exactly what happened. Yeah. Oh, I didn't do my Sherd Parker Crusaders prep for today. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. we were doing that. Do you even know what real life is about? It's mostly about the Sherd Park Crusaders. <laughs> oh, very good. What, 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 what sport you want to know about? Football? The Buffalo Bills? Yeah. Well, your M check? They live so far away. Your M check? <laughs> no, I want to keep going with this crew story. It's a good. Yeah. I want to know, Wanya, you have a story on this podcast about how 27 oh, yeah. years ago they kicked you out of the front door. Oh, yeah, that. I, who was it? Like, I don't who know. Who did that? All right, you want to tell that story? You want to tell the questions I was asking about the crew? Well, we'll do the questions and then we'll do the story. This is a whole crew episode, Chalmers. You're going to be livid. You're probably going to get up and leave again. Last episode. I would like to talk about football too, as a big Detroit Lions. I'll get up and leave. 
football. <laughs> okay, so I said, what is up with that play-by-play guy in the corner of the rink? Who? How do I hear that guy? And he says, well, that guy, there's a company that came into the AJ, got all the rights to all the streaming for all the teams. Flow hockey. And then put it behind a paywall. Yeah, which I think is stupid. Absolutely. I have said, because I, I used to be on the market and staff for the crew, I said they should get a deal with YouTube. You don't Play need a deal with YouTube. Yeah, you, you need can to just put, put your it shit on. on YouTube. Yeah, you could just do that too. Just put it on there. Yeah. You would literally, you, your team could make money from that by subscribers and all that kind of stuff, right? And or they just accessible to everybody. Yes. Or they just, now you can watch free hockey games in their entirety on YouTube <clears throat> for this league you may have never heard of, but it's such a good league that it made Kale McCarr go third over on the NFL draft one year or I something. Mm-hmm. I think they could do other things too, where you don't even put it on YouTube is a video. You could just do audio. So then thinking to myself, why would that be behind a paywall? And not to say that that company's stupid because they're doing a business and I respect every business in the whole world. But like, it's probably what parents of kids paying to stream and scouts and stuff like that. So at the risk of making your team popular online by making your content free, you'd sooner charge friends and family money every month to stream the games. Like what the fuck? I know it's ridiculous. And that's what he said. You also have to do it for like U18 games now too. Like everybody's on this thing. What do you mean? It's like if your kid plays like AAA U18 hockey and you want to watch his tournament wherever it is and you're at home, they make you pay. See, that I could see because you're not making a U18 team with any sort of monetization strategy. But the crew is an entirely different beast altogether. That's true. For every hundred people watching online, one might go to the game the next year. So you best get as much free content out there as you can. I completely agree. But uh, what was the, what's the story? I, wa- I actually want to know who it was. Oh, that story? What happened last time I went to see the crew? You like this story, Chalmers. I'm going to tell the second half when I was speaking with the GM, too. And I was like, well, you missed out heavily. <laughs> 20 years ago, Chalmers, mm-hmm. I'm looking through the newspaper. Remember those? I do. I loved them. Crosswords. In, yeah, great. Good times. And I was like 21. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Sherwood Park Crusaders are hiring a marketing person. I'm like, oh, my God. I like hockey. I like marketing. I like Sherwood Park ish. <laughs> I'm going to go out there and do this. So I'm like suit on everything, but the socks, you know, how I do made Jay drive me out in the Cavalier before it was even cool to wear no socks. Exactly. <laughs> Get out, go in there. And I had written a book for a cover letter. What would I do if I ran the crew and here are all my ideas. And I just started doing pub crawls with my buddy. I remember writing. And what we've learned is if you have a bus, people will watch almost anything at the other end of the bus ride. So I would try to get buses, bringing people in, da, 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 all these ideas. I go and I sit down the meeting. Mm. I look across. I can read upside down that the guy has printed off my resume in the cover letter and wrote bullshitter across the top. Come on. Yeah. Now things start breaking in a 21 year old Wanye's brain because as we well know, I'm fairly intense and I'm like, bullshitter. Did I, you bring it up? Of course I did. Of Listen course to this. you did. I go, what the fuck? I swore to him. Like, what the fuck does that say? And he's like, you shouldn't be reading upside down from across the room. I'm like, do you know this how, guy's good? Do you know how hard I worked on that cover letter? Guy looks like a good reader. Yeah, yeah. good upside down reader. I was like, I worked so hard on that letter. Like, I actually gave you guys ideas. I remember spazzing so hard that I just got up and left. And I go back outside. Jay hasn't even moved the Cavalier from like the doors yet <laughs> the of the arena. On rims. Yeah, she had rims. And I get in and he's just sitting there and he, you know, he's a nice guy. He's just like, oh. 
you're back already. I'm like, quick. that is not going to be an opportunity I pursue. <laughs> Let's get out of here. And we drove off. So then yesterday they'd asked Liam to ask me to come down. Right. So unprofessionally, rather than talking about the team, I was like, do you fuckers want to know what you did to me 20 <laughs> years ago? And he was like, uh, uh, I'm sorry. And then he's like, but everything turned out well for you. I was like, suppose they have anyways. <laughs> like you were, you were a chip on my shoulder, my boy. It's not him though. No, I know. But was there anybody that was still no, part no, of that? No. And he apologized on behalf of the shirt bar crusaders. So that wound has healed. Now I'm happy. And I want the crusaders. Ooh, you got win. your apology. Can you believe that shit though? I remember just leaving and being like, I can't fucking believe that that guy, how could I bullshit all those good ideas? What a dickhead. And I was so mad about it. I was like, that is not something that's going to happen. Well, do you remember the old, when you would take a resume in somewhere and somebody would immediately write on it, either a number at the 115 top. or 110, 115 or 110. Do you know what that means? No. no. So 115 is a yes, because you can make a little top to the first one, put three oh. slats on the second one. And a 110 is no, because you can connect the two ones and that spells no. So you would like take your resume in and the hostesses maybe thought you didn't like know There's what that There's one meant. company in the world that did this, by the way, and Chalmers worked there and I dated <laughs> yeah. most of them. So that's why we both and know we, this. And I just remember like, and then they used to always say like, it was so appearance driven yeah. that the minute you walked in the door and gave yeah. them a resume, they basically like sized you up and down and put one one zero or one one five on the front. And now one one zero also theoretically means back of house. Yes. So they're not it, saying no. They're not saying we're just no. saying that they're you're saying, ugly and we have to hide you from the public. Yeah. yeah. You're you're more kitchen material. You're, you are an ogre and you cannot be trusted <laughs> in the public. So rude. Yeah. My joke back in the day I would um romantically pursue all my servers at that restaurant chain. Of I course. would go there specifically to try to Who make my server fall service person fall in love yep. with me. Serve stress. And my joke that worked on all of them was like, so you're a 115 and they all laugh they all because they know exactly what it means. They're like, oh, this guy knows the inner workings he of knows. the company. Yep. He might oh, own well. the company. I wrote a couple 115s on there, a couple 110s, yeah. more 110s than the- Well, not everyone's a 115. No, they sure aren't. So after being booted to the curb by the Crusaders, not really, you yell at the guy. At the time, I felt good. very- Yeah. Where did you go for the interview? To the little room up in the corner of the rink. So like where we were yesterday on the other side. The other side. Right. 20 years ago. Interesting. Yeah. And now you're sitting there pestering the GM with all sorts of questions. Well, now I'm like, playboy, something's going to happen in the next four or five years. And your boy Wanya is going to own some sort of something. I don't know what the fuck team wise, but this is the <laughs> dream. And he's like, huh? And I'm like, maybe it's a way league higher. Maybe it's a minor hockey team of children. I own. I don't know how it's going to go yet. <laughs> How, I'm really interested. How in 20 learning. years ago, the word bullshit written on a piece of paper could drastically change. 121,000 tweets later. Now who's a bullshitter? <laughs> huh? I like that. I can't believe he had it so prominently in front of you. What a, the balls on this guy. But he was far. He was like that far away. It's just, you know, your eagle eyes as a child. Oh, yeah. What a crazy thing to write, though, from a junior hockey team. But also, you could have just thought that and not written it. <laughs> no, I'm too crazy. You could have wrote one, 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 <laughs> one, one, five. But marketing. One, one, like, one, one. I just remember <laughs> thinking, like, this is a really, really, really good job. And the Crusaders, like, whoever took the, took me in, I, don't, I bear them no ill will. But I just yeah. remember thinking, like, because you want a marketing person, wouldn't you want somebody coming through the door with a sheaf of ideas? And they weren't like, you should have buses come here. Oh, it was they were like, like tangible do, things you could do. I am in making the moment. lots of money off pub crawls. You should do pub crawls. Like it wasn't like ideas that didn't. Anyways, 
I think the Crusaders are cool. I think they're cool too. And they're very forgiving. <laughs> and I'm even more forgiving. <laughs> yeah. And we're all very forgiving. And the idea of the Crusaders moving potentially into a new arena. Yes. And revolutionizing. There's going to be potentially more minor hockey rinks. So it's going to be good for Sherwood Park. And they want to bring in events. And they want to do more things. That is a significant lift in marketing horsepower from what the Crusaders have at the moment, which is great. It's a very fun game to go to. But if you're going to bring like exponentially more people into a much larger arena that's going to have carrying costs that are entirely different, it's going to be some serious shit. Yeah, I think they just want to like their on ice product is elite, to be honest. Like it's top 10 in the country. Small flex, Jones. He's the but chief scout. They mm-hmm. just need more help on the off ice stuff because they're trying to grow a little bit more and the staff can only do so much as it is. So they needed someone with ideas. So they brought the ideas guy. Yeah. 20 years, 20 years later is legit <laughs> as hell. Playboy. I got a woman Stanley cup ring in a he- hidden place in my house. Do you want to know something funny though, is you're not the only person to be turned down <gasps> from the crusaders who has gone on to have success. Kale McCarr. One time I was cleaning out the, uh, no, we never turned down Kale McCarr. He turned down us. Uh, <laughs> one time I was cleaning out the storage and we had all these boxes of um, like old files and old resumes and stuff. And I found one from a, a young coach from Dolphin, Manitoba named Barry Trotz, who did not become the head coach of the Show Park Crusaders. Cool. And it was, uh, it was, yeah, he was applied for, applied the, for the job. And we, we I mean, what, no. what is the road look like for a coach? Like what would be his resume? It'd be like U13 minor hockey and then yeah, Bantam, Bantam AAA. Undefeated. I'm sure he said something on there about working for the railway or something like that. Too. <laughs> oh, he wanted to become like a full-time coach and show think of how hard destiny. prior to the YouTube era where you can see clips and shit to promote yourself. Think how hard it would have been. Right? Yeah. Like you'd have well, to the resume write was letter after letter yep. out, and then you could go bullshit. <laughs> yeah. They did say on his resume too. Bullshitter? <laughs> they said, Where's this neck? Question mark. Bullshitter. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's incredible when you're a little kid, how like I saw a thing the other day on instant it was that this guy had written 300 letters to professional and college football teams asking for a job i can't remember who he turned into but the patriots wrote him back and bill belichick signed it oh yeah he's i think he's like a reporter or something now but he's like a data-driven like football analyst and like succeeded and he just said even just getting rejection signed by bill belichick the time he took to write that like made me feel good about myself when you have a job like that, that you're offering out to people, I think you have like an obligation to try to like send them on their way with like a good yeah. boost. Right. And whether it's just like the coach signing a letter saying, thank you for your time, but it was very positive. Did you read the letter? Your arm check? Yeah. It was like, good luck for you doing the right thing. And signed at the bottom. Pounding the pavement. Keep yeah. it up. Right. Was that Bullshitter. Right? You tell me who won a fucking Super Bowl. It wasn't the crew. <laughs> They didn't win a single Super Bowl. They haven't made it to one. Anything? You haven't? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> no, they literally never won. But they're sixth in the country right now. Uh, this might yeah, be their year. Like Could be. They're really good. I'm not cheering against them. I'm cheering for them. They what have is, smart scouting for people that don't know, like myself. What is it? Friday night games? Saturday night? Is it usually weekends? What's uh, What's the schedule look like for its short so part? Our schedule this week is actually kind of crazy. We play Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. But usually they try and make games. So it's like, like a, yeah, like a Friday, Saturday. And like yeah. the Sunday games will be a little bit earlier. Like yesterday's game was 2 p.m. to 
bring all their families and stuff like that. But yeah, they try and aim for that. And usually our games will be on a one, uh, our road games, if they're midweek, will be on like a Wednesday or something. What like arena that. they play out of? The Show Park Arena mm-hmm. for now. See that doesn't, because I'm going to, I'm going to, there's a ro- arena out there that we're playing in minor hockey week tonight. It's the Randy Rosen Arena with That's the Shell Arena. Play. That's the one? Yeah. We, you're playing at the Shell though? We're playing at Shell tonight. Yeah. yeah. So we play same building, just like. That's a nice unit. I think it's not bad. People complain about it a lot. No, I like it. When the kids play in there, they feel like they are in the big leagues. It's well maintained too. It's pretty good. Stadium seating on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Like people, it's super old building. I think it's like 56 years old. Yeah. But I think it's It's well maintained. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to like some. As you guys know, it's minor hockey week right now. And this was the last weekend. Like this was the first weekend of it. And that's when you're in the thick of it. Everybody plays two games. You win your first one, you lose your first one, you still get a second one, but you lose and you're out. And they are making it their mission to put people in some of the most random arenas. <laughs> like we played the other white mud team at Westwood Arena. I Have remember been to Westwood, Westwood in a while. Oh man, I spent way too much time in Westwood sheet. Arena this weekend. Hey, single ice sheet. Yeah, single ice sheet. And then, you know, you think about them tearing down, like t- t- uh, closing down Coronation. And then you have to go out to Westwood and you're like, well, this is better than, this is not better than coronation. Like why'd they tear tear it down? We were also in Art Rawson for a game against, yeah. Against like a Beaumont team. Like both teams are traveling 35, 40 minutes to get to a game. (laughs) And it's minus 40 outside. (laughs) And these arenas are actually surprisingly well kept in the, in their temperature. I expecting them to be like ice boxes, but Adrosson's pretty new. It's, it? it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. But the actual like West arena that we played on, you can tell it was the arena mm-hmm. and then they built the sporting complex on the side right. of it. I mean, they have an arcade for the kids. Oh. There's like a full concession with like really good food. It's a full on rec center there now. Right. And so, I mean, it was, it, it's cool. Minor hockey week has been a blast. Both my kids teams are still in it. You know, so you are busier than we are busy. We got another game tonight out at the Shell when Arena. Uh, Sunday is all the finals. So what they're Twilliger? What's that? The, yeah, the they're mostly at Twilliger yeah. uh, or the finals. And so we play tonight at Shell. And then my younger son plays tomorrow out at Castle Downs. And then if, you know, it's win and keep going. So if they both win, um, they'll have one more game, I think, on Thursday. And then if they win that, they're in the finals on Sunday. So even if they do make it to the finals, it's not going to affect the three-on-three pond hockey tournament. I'll just have to leave super early Sunday morning yeah. if they make it to the finals. So we're really excited about this week. You know, I was uh, I was I was thinking my kids my my teams might you know fifty fifty chance, but they're both kind of clicking at the right time, so it's fun. I remember my two minor hockey week memories, and I played every I've, I have three like that really stand out because I played every year, right? So two years of Nov or Adam, yeah, two years of Pee Wee. Two years of Bantam and all three years of Midget. So nine years. I only won once. It was my last year. The last crack at it, we won. And the year before that, we lost in the semifinals in one-on-one overtime. Ooh, and you were the one-on-one? And I was yeah, the, I remember you telling us that. Like, yeah, it's it's exhilarating. So our my youngest son's game went to overtime. And we made it to the four-on-four. And just an all-time team team effort. You know, guy had a chance to be a hero and, and, and made couple perfect passes and it's just such like it's so exciting when you get to four on four those games are so short they're 15 Hour. minute run time so it's like quick like we're down one nothing going into the th- like third period a minute 30 left we're rushing to the dot we score with a minute 30 left take it to overtime and win like these kids it's it's a it's a definitely something they're gonna remember forever oh, yeah. it's a great tournament 60th anniversary this year over 600 teams playing 
Quick you interjection. Know, the week? In in this tournament. Wow. Can you walk me back to when you're one-on-one and walk me through a little <laughs> color around your mindset and how it all came to play? So face off, ozone draw. How are you the guy out there? So Coach did you, says, did you're M-Chuck, we need you. Uh, yeah, it was our last year of midget. So like, again, we were all like 17, 18 years old. And I remember during two on two, everyone was kind of standing on the bench and the coach kind of like tapped a couple of guys and was like, go and a couple of the guys were like, fuck that noise. They like, refused. They, they, they like, didn't want to go. They were like, uh, nope. And then it got to one-on-one and it was, I didn't go up for two-on-two because they were like, okay, Tyler's going to be the guy for one-on-one. And I actually went out for the last like 10 seconds of two-on-two because she was like, go. Our coach was one of our players' moms. She was one of the few females coaching nice. guys hockey. Yeah, yeah. Well balanced. Um, so I jumped over the end and then I stayed out for the first shift to one-on-one. I won the draw to myself. So I won it then skated back and got it. And I came in one-on-one with the guy and like, I mean, you should have puck possession. Just try to just go wide on him and get an angle. I tried to just put it through him quickly and he kicked it to himself. And then like, as I did it, he kind of like, I went over a stick. So I fell. Oh, it was a breakaway from his own from ring at line. Own ring at line. <laughs> and I just remember and I, you're just watching him go and you're like, yeah, I'm not catching that well, guy. And it wasn't even <laughs> worth me getting up. Right. Cause it was like, okay, if the goalie can stop it, he can put it down, fire it up to me. So I just like kind of got up slowly, watched him, got to the blue line and I was like, ah, get a big stop. He might fire it up to me. No, it's in. Did your, were you, would you have preferred your goalie had been pulled and you could have won that draw to somebody else? Yeah, well, we would have won probably, right? Probably. Like- I mean, ozone in a one-on-one scenario, you get an ozone face-off. In my book, I'm pulling the goalie every time. Every single time. Because What's you, the, even yeah. if you, even if their guy wins the draw, like I would pull my goalie and put my wing, put the second guy on the wing. Yeah. Cause then if, if my guy wins it back, my, he has a jump to get it. Yep. If their guy wins it back, he has a jump. To and go all you it. have You're, to do is just tie your guy up enough to slow him down without risking a penalty. Yeah. And then if he bites on the other guy, you're wide open. You want to right? bite the other guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go bite his kneecaps. Yeah. It's like the, just like the Detroit yeah. Lions did. Chalmers, I like that yeah. we're getting dialed in with our strategy. Cause you said it this weekend, we are going to be out at the yes. Fairmont Jasper park lodge for the Jasper pond hockey tournament. Big shout out to tourism Jasper for having us back and putting on just a hell of an event. Also, Big shout out to Booster Juice. We are fueled by Booster Juice. Team Oilers Nation, download the new Booster Rewards app today to start earning berry points for delicious and nutritious smoothies, drinks, and food that will get you through the day and get us through this tournament. Giddy up. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but we have a little hack at Booster Juice that we do. Yeah. Strawberry Sunshine. It is a classic. Yep. Staple. The next time you order it, ask for vanilla sorbet. It's the mod. Instead of strawberry. The best. I promise you, it is the greatest smoothie you'll ever have. So is it a vanilla sorbet sunshine? It's kind of like vanilla. It's like basically adding vanilla ice cream to your smoothie. Strawberry sunshine, it's, swap it's me incredible. the sorbet. It is not healthy for you, but that is okay. It's not healthy? No, no well, I, I mean, I vanilla mean, sorbet. The booster, booster juices are super healthy, but when you add a big scoop of ice cream to it, I still mean. Good. Still lots of fruits <laughs> in there. I thought it was vanilla sorbet that you get put in. Yeah, vanilla sorbet. Yeah, it's that's basically ice cream. Ice cream. I mean, come on. Well. The sorbet industry right oh, now is like, is... we are not ice cream, Mr. <laughs> Chalmers. We are an entirely different type of frozen treat. Um, but we're going to be out at the JPL again, and we're going to be ripping it up. I'm going to buy a new stick. Nice. Because all the guys coming from Toronto are lefties and they keep being like, hey, can you can you have stick for me? Do you have a stick for me? So I got to go find these Which, guys. Well, what, are you, what are you looking at here? What are we thinking? For a new twig? Yeah, what kind? I go to my stick fix guy. I see whatever he's got on the rack. Oh, yes. You told I, me. And I pick a CCM. Um, but I'm ready to go, man. I, this is my favorite weekend of the yeah, year. Yeah, me too. I, um, I've, I, 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 I recently had a little injury to my I thumb. Know, I see that. That's really great. And I cut it. 
and I had a men's league game and I wasn't sure I should play in because right now it's in that, it's in that portion where it's kind of scabbed over, but it could blow if it got hit. And so it could blow. So I wrapped it up pretty tight, played a men's league game. You know what? I am 100% ready. You're dialed. Ready I'm dialed. I was, it was, it right. felt fine. Didn't affect me one bit. So we are going to be, yeah, we'll have a little session on Friday night where we, we throw out some ideas. Um, Friday night's the party night. You know, we play Friday night now. Do we really? We play at 6.45. And then Under we mosey, the and then we mosey right into a couple cocktails and a hot stove. Oh yeah. Oh, that's good. I like that. It's very good. Um, we didn't play. We, we, we've only ever played on Saturdays. Yeah. So we have games under the lights. on Friday You know, night. what's nice about that is it, it's a long day mm-hmm. because you start to have some beers, you know, early in the morning when you get your game going and uh, by about championship time, it's like six thirty, seven o'clock and you're, you know, you've played three games and you've drank 20 <laughs> beers. And <laughs> so maybe this is, maybe they're doing this to kind of like, make the championships maybe a little earlier in the day. That sure would be nice. But uh, yeah, under the lights, we played member. We did uh, say it would be great if the finals were on Saturday night under the lights and like that whole day just kind of like climaxed at yeah. 930. Yeah. Like, boom. But you got to make it a party out there, right? Like yeah. have like a big fire on the ice with like tunes and you what know, the fire, fire. question <laughs> yeah. fire on the ice. Wouldn't that lead to the fire falling through the ice? The people falling no, through the surprisingly ice. Surprisingly, It doesn't. If you've ever ice fished and had a fire outside of your tent, I have not. It surprisingly doesn't. It definitely melts the snow around and creates some water, uh, which can hinder your ability to have a big fire, but it doesn't actually like melt. So what do you do? Like you build the fire up off the ice, but a little bit of stand. Yeah. Like yeah, just yeah. basically. Yeah. Or just right on the ice. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Really? It, that's crazy to me that it doesn't heat it up so much it falls through. Nope. Does not. Well, shit. He rises. You're right. <laughs> I don't know. That's How not why. How would we learn it. these things if we didn't talk them through? <laughs> well, throw a big cauldron out there then, like a big fire pit, because man, everybody out there, tunes pumping. The yeah. weather's changed and it's super nice. Oh my God. The weather in Jasper is supposed to be like minus two. Yeah. It's going to be Unreal. perfect. Yeah. Do you know that from the moment you woke up this morning to right now, it has heated up 10 degrees outside. Really? Yeah. We're we looking at minus 20 something. Well, minus 22 right now. Well, it's supposed to be at minus eight tomorrow. Yeah. So I just, I came from helping my father change a tire on a car like do you know what's happening so i don't know if you've noticed all the cars that are obviously on the side Dude, of the road the roadside service wait is five days it's right now. five wow. days my, five my dad days. my dad would have had to wait five days for Oof. ama to come tow his car and he just happened to get cal tire to come over so they did it but like you know every car's got its own thing and they don't really seem like they're very interested in reading the directions on how to get the tire out so we kind of did a lot of it with their help but um the reason that this is happening is because in this kind of weather it separates beads from the rim of the tire. So you'll see a lot of people's cars on the side of the road with their tires literally deflated and kind of off the rim. What the hell? Yeah. A friend of ours was driving out of his driveway and all of a sudden turned the corner and both his back tires just went and like completely down. And now he's just on rim with like his tires. Yeah. So there's a lot of that happening right now. Uh, There's just so much I still want to get to. The Oilers have set a franchise record with their 10 straight victory. What time into the podcast are we? And this hasn't even come up yet. Yeah, thirty six fifty five. I'll I'll even make the. Isn't it cute that that the Winnipeg Jets are, are on the verge of a eight game winning streak and franchise record setting eight game win streak? What's that's cute. That's cute, you guys. Yeah. 
10. No big deal. No big deal. I, I, we talk to this on Owen every day, but like there's still people out there shitting on it. They'd be like, well, I mean, back in the 80s, there was there were ties. No, so. they weren't because they were too busy with the you know what. Yeah. And some people, oh, I <laughs> they win three games in a row. And it's you know time. Mm-hmm. Uh, people be like, oh, you know, if Ken Holland didn't sign Jack Campbell, we probably would have had a, another 10 game win streak at some point. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. You won 10 games in a row. Best heater in franchise history. You Whew. said it. We just need an eight game heater followed by a 10 game heater. And we're going to be right back in this. I need someone to explain to me why the Montreal Canadiens fans are the only ones in the NHL that boo Connor McDavid every time he gets the buck. I like it. What did he do he to did, them? They, they didn't boo him the whole game though, did they? It's it the power play. And it's when they, when he, it's they his birthday, everybody. What are we doing? They thought he dove. Which is they thought he dove. So they just decided to boo him for the rest of the game. What's yeah. wrong with that? No, I'm fine awesome. with it. I just wanted to know what the backstory was. Yeah. I think it's because he had that collision with Jake Jake Evans in center ice, which led to Evans getting a penalty, and they thought he dove. Yeah. When I watch that, when I watch that Habs TV, and how much fun those people are having, and how the guys have the little mini sticks out and they're talking, very rarely do I see other hockey fans having more fun than Oilers fans. Those guys got it figured out. And the Habs fans, I mean, similar to the Oilers, I guess, in the decade of darkness. But Saturday night, their team's out of the playoffs. Doesn't have a hope of making it. Doesn't matter. Haven't had a hope in a couple of years now. They don't care. That building just rocks all the the, time. See Marty St. Louis say that if he could be anywhere at the end, that he would come back to the Bell Center on a Saturday night because that's the greatest place to be. And like you said, they're not even in the show. Like, they're not even in the playoff hunt. Yeah. They looked good, though. The Habs? Yeah. Yeah, they were Fast team. Yeah. They've got a lot of good players. They're just, they're tiny. We have a lot of small guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're looking at some Stuart Skinner stats here. Dude, like this guy's unreal. He's allowed one goal in three straight starts. Yeah. Like he has had a 929 or better save percentage in five straight starts. He's unbelievable. Yep. He's uh, the fact that he bounced back from his poor start, I think just shows what one just a solid brain this guy has. Like, yeah, I was bad for a month. Don't care. I'll be great for a month. And like the way he bounced back is unbelievable, man. Stuart Skinner is right now. When you look at McDavid's game logs, like they're impressive. He's got the point streak and all that. This team's MVP over the 10 game win streak is Stuart Skinner. That's crazy. When's he going to get the plumber? 
Did you see Matias Ekholm took the plumber and just stuck it on his neck? <laughs> yeah, I did see that. That was a gangster. That was hilarious. So what's the week look like coming up for the uh, Edmonton Oilers here? Leafs tomorrow. Oh, Leafs. yes. Leafs are in shambles right now. Leafs morning take with Alberga and Rosehill this morning. Fire the coach. Do you bring in Bruce Boudreaux? Who do you trade? Don't pay Mitch Marner. Like they're in Don't full pay on. Mitch Marner. Hey, I saw, I said, did I get fooled by the internet? Was Mitch Marner drinking a beer before a game and they caught it in the locker room? No. Dude, I saw it. Do you really? Yeah. There is a clip it's where the they're NHL. like, they're going around the, the, I don't, maybe it was an apple juice it's or probably something. probably after the game and the lie is that it was before the game. Watch. They're, they're in the dressing room before the game. There he it is. He pours his red, it's a Red Bull. Is Charles. it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't see the Red but Bull. But he pours his Red Bull into a plastic cup. And it, looks it looks like a beer. It does. <laughs> so somebody, like somebody posted it with Marner having a beer before the game, ready for some beer league hockey. Did you see that photo that was going around the weekend at the, it was an old Cleveland game, but the guys got weed in a bag on the sidelines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that yeah, real? See that it was from, I think it was from like week 18 a few years ago too. <laughs> so the guy really had weed on the sidelines. Something that looked like weed. Yeah. Well, like what else would you have in a bag that's green? But like, can't you just like not have it on you while you play? Probably. Probably for the best. I'm going to guess the Browns but, lost that game. Yeah. And it was when they were like really in the shits, I think. So I think it was one of those people were joining. Like, got oh, week 18, like players usually have their U-Hauls fired up outside the stadium. Can't wait to get out of Cleveland. Is that true? Yeah. Like when they were bad, right? It's oh. like players can't wait to leave when the season's done because they just went two and 15 or whatever. Um, and that was the joke is that like he kept his weed on him all game being like, I'm getting the hell out of here ASAP. I don't trust a damn thing these eyes see yeah. anymore on the internet. Chalmers, not a damn thing. That's my favorite picture from back in the day. Our Washington Redskins that's player Super Bowl one, smoking right? and yeah. drinking a beer. And I think that's they claim that's at halftime, but I don't in believe Super Bowl it. one. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, Len Dawson, a, a player the other day in the NHL said that he would smoke three cigarettes every intermission. Well, Who there was, was a Russian player that used to smoke in the intermissions. Uh, I mean, Dimitri. All, was it Fedorov? No. Sergey Fedorov. It was a defenseman. Larianov? No. Well, the Red Wings, right? Yeah. We're talking about different things. I was talking about a guy back in the day who played like 60s or 70s, like a really good player. Like, I think it was like Dennis Savard caliber. And he was talking about multiple darts at intermission. One to calm down. Whatever it takes. Hey. Uh, switching gears again here, just because hey, I'm on Twitter. We're talking about smoking. <laughs> this post from Mike DeFabo, who's actually my boy. I love Mike DeFabo, but he's covering Steelers bills. Um, and they're just, they couldn't clear out the stands for the game today. So the fans just made themselves like loungers in the stands, in the snow banks in their seats. And they're just chilling. Having a That's how they're paying $20 an hour. These for you, people lazy all fox. better get free tickets because they, they, they showed a picture of it last night it crazy. in the middle of the night. And these people are just busting their asses. And so when I saw the stadium for the first time, I said to my kids, I'm like, I wonder how they do this. And my son was like, and like I said, just think about Commonwealth. Let's just say Commonwealth had a game and all the stands look like this. How would you do it? Like, how would you engineer the fastest removal of this? How is there not a snowblower? Well, this shit. That's a like, great well, question. I guess it's just fucking shovels. We haven't invented anything more efficient. And then I like, can't find a company. Like we will pay <laughs> yeah. anyone $20 an hour. Just come on down, walk on in truck and free food. I owe you. We'll, we'll owe you whatever. Don't lie about your hours. And then all the rich elites come in. They're like, fantastic. No snow. So then that viral video came through where they took a bunch of serrated pipe they obviously cut it in half they made like a trough system where they all shovel it yeah. into that trough system and then there's the viral video of the guy with no shirt on sliding down it to push all the snow to the bottom on the field a couple bobcats some dump trucks what an undertaking though yeah like this is crazy how how can that over time not be 
more of a problem than just putting up a dome on the stadium. But Honestly. the bills always stand by football should be played in the elements. We'll never have a dome. They're building a new stadium in two years yeah, they and they're so still going open air. I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid. It is too. Yeah. You I think agree. about people not wanting to play for the Oilers in Edmonton because it's cold. You're never actually exposed to the elements while you play. You live in you're the saying JW in Buffalo to work. Yeah. yeah. And you're saying in Buffalo, you actually have to play in minus 30 weather. Like, oh, okay. Did you see how cold it was in Kansas City that Patrick Mahomes was running and he got hit oh, helmet to helmet and his helmet, a big yeah. chunk of his helmet flies right off. Man, he goes and plays the next snap with a broken helmet. <laughs> they play it. And then the refs are like, okay, hey, we gotta yeah. we we gotta get this thing off of you. He's like, no, no, no. And he's like fighting it. Well, it's an illegal he doesn't, play. Yeah. yeah, you can't you wear. He's got faulty equipment. Right? Oh, so, yeah. so they did like an injury timeout, stop the clock, let him change his helmet. But man, how cold that helmet, the yeah. new one would have been on his head. The actual rule on that too, because people are pissed, is Kansas has to call a timeout. It's a medical time. Yeah, they have to call because it's not a medical been, timeout. Yeah, yeah, it's not a medical timeout. So they should have had a timeout taken away, but the refs got it wrong. Mm. And it really? was like a pretty pivotal point in the game. Wasn't yeah, it? it was late. Yeah, so it should have had a timeout taken away. You looked at a team. Have you ever like you can look at that Miami Dolphins team and you could tell they just didn't want to be there. They just did. <laughs> now, they, I don't want to get the name wrong, but wasn't Tyreek Hill strutting around in a T-shirt prior to the game? Oh, yeah. He's all slick. Like, come on. I think that's stupid. There was players on that. There was players on the Kansas City Chiefs who called friends of theirs who play in the CFL and asked them for tips as how to stay warm. And they're like, "I should have tried harder in college." And they're like, "No, <laughs> yeah. no, we know that." <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Like, I should have committed myself to training in the off season. Maybe no, I should have been. The, maybe I should have been the funny guy. Oh, and yeah. I should have worked. <laughs> yeah, I know why you're in the CFL. The question is, what do you do about it once you're there? <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. Before we keep cruising along, you know what I am doing? I am zipping home, sitting on my couch. I like to do this thing when my teams have big games, did it for the Jays, do it for the Bills, where I will go and I will get the big Bud Lights from the liquor store okay. so I can sit and really feel like I'm at the game. That's because cool. that's how you get them there, yeah? Yeah, like that's how you get them there. It's not a good way to drink the beer. It's not. It's far from my favorite beer. It is warm when you're halfway through it because yep. I'm sitting in my heated home, but it makes me feel like I'm at the game when I have a big Oh, Bud you Light heat your me. home? Mm-hmm. Yeah, flax. Yeah. So, so we, that's what I'm doing. And then that's what you should I'm be doing. Fire up DoorDash. Mm. I'm going to order myself a big ass burrito for dinner and Ooh. I'm not going to leave my couch. And well, it's not my first order, so I won't do this. But if you want to follow suit and you're a Canadian listener, you can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25. 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order. Download the app, enter the promo code NATION25. Nobody gave the Green Bay Packers a hope in hell of beating the nope. Dallas Cowboys. And they did it with remarkable ease. Made them look like Dak sucked. Dak sucked. He had the yips. The guy couldn't throw a ball. <laughs> you look at this and you go, everybody is counting out the Steelers. Nobody is giving them a chance. Could we see this? Could, could this happen again? I think it only could happen because of the weather. But yeah, because well, the Steelers it's play in so that kind of weather too. Like but, no, but no TJ Watt. Right. The Bills actually have a run game now. You're relying on Mason Rudolph to win you a playoff game. Bills defense, yeah. although banged up, is good. Yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of James Cook today. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of James Cook. Over today. on his rushing attempts. So yeah. As you way. should. Uh, it's kind of cool. So it's a 430 kickoff, Mountain Standard Time. Eastern. 
It's two thirty. It's two thirty. Dude, the game starts in thirty five minutes. Like, yeah, this is why your MJ wants to shit the rap. That's why I'm trying to get the hell out of here. I'm like, what are we doing here? It's like four thirty, man. You gotta be home. Are you serious? I'm gonna go home too. Yeah, too cold to work. Before we wrap up, shout out to you, your Detroit Lions. That was awesome. Jared Goff proved everybody wrong. It was one of those games where you didn't want to see a team lose. I didn't, I really yeah, like Matthew I Stafford. I really thought they were going to for a little bit there. 12 years, Matthew Stafford played for the Detroit Lions. He did everything. He was a man. He tried everything in his power to get that team over the hump of winning a playoff game. 31 years, they had to wait to do it. And in order for them to do it, he they've got to so come. Old. He's still playing? When, when Matthew Stafford left the Detroit Lions and went to the LA Chargers or at Rams and went to the Super Bowl, fans in Detroit were actively cheering and supporting him because they love him. Yeah. And now a mere two years later, they finally make it to the playoffs yeah. and now they have to beat the prodigal son. The, they have the, to beat the, that most, guy now? Now they did it. They, so Matthew him. Stafford came in and tried and, and it was up to him to defeat his old to team. defeat his old team. 24, 23, buddy. Oh, Detroit wins. Unreal. It was I'm, there's a prime story. example of having Chalmers explain a sporting event is more entertaining than the actual <laughs> sporting event. Cause I'll be like, no, for real. I was, and then I'll look into it and be like, it was just interesting so, what Chalmers said. So do you know why I, I, I have this uh, ability to do this is because you're interesting. Well, there's okay. Thank you. You're well spoken. <laughs> thank you. Suited for podcasting. Thank you very much. Who saw this coming? Me. No, I you. also did. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no. Um, it's because if I want to watch these games and I want to watch them with ease at home, I've got to give the rest of my family a reason to want to be invested in the storyline. And my wife has said that if she can get really into sporting events, if she knows the story behind the game and when she does, she's like invested because she loves sports. Right. Mm. But she just, she sees Detroit, LA. So I've had to employ this method in order to watch football games with free ease around my place. And it really does, does help with the whole game. I mean, that game was unbelievable. Dan Campbell, like he deserves it. This guy, Taylor Decker has been on the team for how many years? 15 Uh, years. Something like that. Yeah. He's been through everything with this team. Right. They're, they were really bad. It was only two years ago. They had like two wins. Yeah. Really bad. And really. Now, and now they won a playoff game. It was, it was crazy. And like, what was the other thing I wanted to say? That big, Just, tall head coach drinking all that caffeine every morning. That's all I know. <laughs> Eminem was there. Eminem was there, but like Matthew Stafford was basically a movie character last night. But they beat the shit out of him. Yep. Yeah. And he just kept coming back and like, you got to respect he's, him. Like, he's he's one of nuts. He's one of the most likable. I love Sport him. athletes. It was it was quite tough yesterday because I, I have I have four Lions jerseys. I have a, a Reggie Bush one, Calvin Johnson, I have a Jared Davis and Matthew Stafford, but I have a bunch of stuff kind of like packed up in boxes for the summer. And the only two jerseys I had were a Matthew Stafford one and Jared Davis, who's like one of the worst first round picks ever. <laughs> and I had to wear the Jared Davis jersey, but it was now unreal. it's lucky. Now it's lucky. Now I have to wear it again. So now we're going to play. I think they're going to the NFC Championship game. I think they are too. And I think they're going to play Bucks the Green Eagles. Bay Packers. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely think the Eagles are going to come through, but the Eagles are kind of broken right now. They're, they're terrible. Yeah. And, and and the Lions just seem like that team. There's always a one that just seems like they're, everything is yeah. is going right for them. They're but clicking. secondary is awful. The Lions secondary? They until got they cooked get to by the Puka. Mm-hmm. Puka's was, Cooper Cup was very quiet yesterday, actually. Yeah, but Puka Nakua is a stud. Yeah, okay, before we end this, because I know you got to go, yeah. your M-Trick, I feel the antsiness. Just so I don't forget. 
to end off the crew. What you got to do first and <laughs> foremost, I brought Wanya Jr. to the game. Right. He's a gentleman of discerning taste. <laughs> he says to me on the way to the game, dad, yes. Do they have a hunter? Oh yeah, we do. I go, of course they have a hunter. What do you think? This is a joke. And then we get out there and he's like, where's Hunter? And I'm like, he's right over there. And then he gets distracted because he's three. And then he's like, where's Hunter? I'm like, he's over there now. And he's looking everywhere. He's underneath. So we went and ran around underneath in the corridor. Mm. You need a hunter. There is a hunter. I can't remember his name. Ah, well. But he's a knight on a horse. No, 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 no. I, But he needs to be there. Yeah. And he wasn't. If we want the kids. He was saving the world. I had to, oh, he was off on an away mission. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Your M check. We wish you all the very best. Yeah, you want to wrap it up? Yeah. Let's go. Um, yeah, no, we are wrapping it up. I got a beer to go buy, a very large Hell beer. yeah. And then I want to watch my football team as well. Amber even took a half day. So if I'm not home, I love it. No, I, I love it. This is great. All this right, is thanks. what sports is all about. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll talk to you again on Thursday. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.